And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Cameron Woolley Show. Across from me is Ming Chen. What's up, everybody? And I'm Cameron Woolley. Oh. All right, so we're back. Another week has passed, and the New York Yankees are mm -hmm. still terrible. Uh, they, they didn't have the best of weeks, no. <laughs> what and and <laughs> funny thing is, they think that blowing out the Angels or a hapless it, team, it, by it, the way. Is a, is a win. Yeah, they think that's going to deter me. Uh, they have won on Tuesday too many times, and that has escaped them from my wrath. Uh, that's not going to do it this week. <laughs> Hell no. I'm not letting that happen. Um, yeah. Well, getting swept by the Red Sox, that doesn't that doesn't help. I'm not letting that happen. So that doesn't let's help. Let's go on the list. Let's come right to the chase. Okay. What? Uh, let's talk about. All right. This. Uh oh. Are you going to drink that Diet Coke? Or are you going to throw it? I'm not really sure. I don't. I, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get to okay. it. Okay. All right. I mean, try okay. to try so, to refrain from throwing things, but hey, you know, it's your show. So. There's, there's crazy <laughs> shit in the studio that's I, happened already. Um, yeah. I the, I don't know. I don't even want to. I don't even know what to say. You can't get swept by the Red Sox. That's what I got to say. My God, it's just 2021. This team. They okay. Let's just start off with one word, and one word that can describe this team perfectly. Putrid, awful, garbage, trash. Inconsistent. Inconsistent. Wildly inconsistent. One week they're good, next week they're bad. One week they're good, next week they're bad. It's like Jekyll and Hyde with these guys. Yeah. And when you're three games above 500, three games above 500, it depends on the context. Are you a team that had no expectations and is playing in a crappy division? Then yeah, three games above five hundred is fine. But when you're the New York Yankees, Dang, I just who saw... were projected by every site, every analyst, no matter how stupid they may be, yes, <laughs> to to not only win their division, yes, not only get home field advantage, yes, but outright just go nuclear on the American League. Yes, that is not... Downright nuclear. They were picked... They were penciled into that American League spot in the World sure. Series before the season started. Sure. They on might paper. Have, they might have, well, on paper, a, they looked like a force of holy smoking sh nature. Should just get an automatic bye week right to the World Series, but no. Yes, they, everyone no. was giving them giving them a bye. Yeah. It was like, why bother playing the regular season in the AL? Right. The Yankees are going to just win the pennant anyways. But no. That was the mentality going in. But when you're projected to do that and you're three games above 500 and fourth place in a division, that doesn't seem to be slowing down. No. Then that's terrible. Say yeah. you're the Seattle Mariners, 41 and 39. Uh, couple games above 500. Uh, almost the same record as the Yankees. Almost. By, by one loss. So... You look at that. They had no expectations. I got guys coming in. They called up Jared Kellenick for a couple weeks, and he batted below half the Mendoza line. Oof. And God knows what his advanced numbers looked like. Right. But he was terrible. But you're two games above 500. Nobody had any expectations on you. Nobody hates you. Right. So that's fine. When you're the New York Yankees, and you're three games above 500, playing wildly inconsistent baseball, when your division is seemingly look like more and more of a bloodbath as the years go by. The Red Sox seemingly just 
tore down their entire roster. They rebuilt it. They traded no. off everybody, and now they're leading the American League East. And they, I believe yeah. they have the best record in the American League. Uh, they do. They're playing very well. Won five in a row. Well, at least the Yankees' point differential is exactly at zero. So <laughs> that is, it could be worse. The Baltimore's run differential is negative one twelve. Okay, the thing is, you're the Orioles, <laughs> and they scored thirteen runs last night. By the way, they beat that down the funny. beat that, down that, the Houston Astros. That that was funny. Yeah. I will say that that was cool. Oh sure. <laughs> Yeah, oddly enough, I was in Houston last night unexpectedly. Oh my god! <laughs> um, I was I was flying home from Albuquerque, New Mexico yesterday. Had a layover in Houston. Incoming flight got delayed. Missed the outgoing one back to New Jersey, so I was stuck there all last night. Cameron Woolley. And I was like, shoot, I should have gone to the game. I could have made it to the game. I didn't. I forgot. I forgot they were in Houston. I should have went straight from the airport to the game to witness this beatdown of the dreaded cheating. Houston Astros. Who cares anymore? I know. Man. Who cares? I ca- I, the Yankees I care. are, Yankees are I care. three games above 500. I know. That's they, They're getting the last laugh. As far as I'm concerned, they're getting the last laugh. Every, yeah. In the years, they haven't cheated there. Last year, they came within one win of winning the pen. Yes. And now this year, they're leading their division by a game and a half. And yes. we know that could change. We know sure. We know how Oakland likes to do this thing in the middle of summer where they like yeah, to go on a yearly like 12-game win streak. They get hot for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. They get, they get, yeah, it's like, whoa, they just got I don't know. It's just like Jonah Hill comes in the locker room, and then all of a sudden, it's just like this magic comes in, and they just go on a 12-game win streak anyway. Hey, Jonah Hill. No, do they, they do not. <laughs> do they care? No, they do not. <laughs> uh, you want me to talk when I... Yes, when I point at you, Cameron? Yes, you should talk. <laughs> he gets on base. Money boy. Yeah, what, what was it? He gets on base. <laughs> okay, so let's stop talking about the A's. As if the Yankees could become anywhere near as good of a front office yeah. or anywhere near as likable as they have been over the last 20 years. Yeah. Well, the story this week, if you want to delve into this, Angels are in town, correct? Yes, and, Angels and, are in town. And, Shohei Otani coming in. The Choyotani show. Um, Just the Japanese Babe Ruth comes on in. Yeah, it's true. Has he never played at Yankee Stadium? No, he played at Yankee Stadium he did. in okay. 2018. Okay. Every single major media outlet say he's said, this is his first game in Yankee Stadium. It's no. not. No, because I remember distinctly Masahiro Tanaka pitching against him okay. back in 2018. Yeah, but he crushed a pitch crushed. 117 and a half miles an hour. Uh, into the, I mean, those went into bleachers. That was a bleacher home run, correct? I am just going to state for the record that when I was 13 years old, I was clawing for the Yankees to sign sign Shohei Otani. Yeah. Well, they didn't. Mostly, well, at the time, I didn't know how good he was going to be or how good he really was. But I was just saying, oh, cool. For the I, I, I was just, I was just saying it because I like, I like Japanese players. Yes, it's like the Japanese players are always my favorites. Like Masahiro Tanaka, he was my favorite Yankee for the past few years. Yep. God, when he signed with, signed in Japan, it was, Oof. it was devastating. Stab, stab in the back, stab in the back. Uh, yeah, Matsui, all oh, a hero. A legend, yeah. Oh no, Matt, legendary. Matsui, everyone loved Matsui. Godzilla, and, and he had the best nickname out of any. Oh yeah, out of any Yankee. Yeah. He's, he had my favorite nickname out of any Yankee ever. It's like if you're Japanese and you're called Godzilla. Oh yeah. It also helps that Godzilla happens to be one of my like favorite movie franchises. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, yeah, he crushed that pitch. 
uh, all the headlines were Otani sends the Yankees a message. <laughs> like what the hell? It's like what the Yankees tried signing him. He was yeah. he didn't want to. Right. He didn't want to. He just hates the Yankees for some reason. And there are players that, yeah, I mean, think of two guys off the top of my head. Ken Griffey Jr. Yep. and Manny Ramirez. It's like those two guys just hate the Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought that, that was an interesting headline. Although, I don't understand how you can be Japanese and hate the Yankees. Because like in Japan. They love the Yankees. Like, like my mom lived in Japan for a few years in like mm-hmm. the 90s, like right. 96. She watched the 96 World Series in... In Japan. In Japan. Oh. They love the Yankees over there. Uh, Especially might, with Matsui and Tanaka. Oh, they, sure. They must love the Yankees over they, there. They might love the Yankees more than the than the, the New York loves the Yankees. <laughs> yeah, there's rapid uh, fandom in that country. When they love also in Japan, baseball is the it's king. The, baseball's yeah, baseball's king over there. Yeah. Meanwhile, over here, baseball's like at this point, it's number four on the popularity <laughs> charts. It's hockey's beating it out. Oh. <laughs> anyways, anyways, That's I, I'm but getting yeah, distracted. I know, I'm getting I know, distracted. I know, I'm gonna go in but, on these guys. I've been waiting to go in on these guys for a while. Okay. That's why we're here. And I need to go in. Okay, so. Let's look at one thing. Let's go down the list okay. of shit that I have to vent about. To, I have to vent about on okay. this team. Okay. Uh, number one on the list. Okay. Number one on the list. Aaron Boone. It's obvious. He's the guy who's been making all these press conferences. It seems like every single week he's saying something about how, oh, oh, the season's on the line. Oh, we we need to do better. Or, oh, we, we need to, we're, we're, we know how good we can be. Or, oh, we're, we're going through a rough stretch right now. <laughs> I don't care what you say. Sure, like the comments that you make, they look good on Brian Hook's Twitter feed. But when you look on the field, they continue to put up embarrassing performance after embarrassing performance. Yes. When you get swept, by the Boston Red Sox. It's not good. It's one thing to get swept by Boston at Fenway Park. That's happened before. I've witnessed that happen. It's like the like multiple of the worst weekends of my life sure. were watching the Yankees get swept at Fenway Park. Okay. But when you have it happen in your own house, when they when they go barnstorming in Yankee Stadium. <laughs> barnstorming. When they and, and embarrass you, yeah. they take you to the cleaners. They did. That's got to say something about leadership. Right. Like, honestly, we, we've never, we never knew Aaron Boone as a guy who held his players accountable. Even when the team was winning over 100 games in a season. Right. Well, who is like, he like, blaming yeah, then? Like, yeah, who is like, he holding accountable? Himself? Uh, he, he's holding nobody accountable. All he's saying is that the team's fine. Aaron Boone He's said, not tone deaf enough. Our season is on the line every night. What does that and mean? Then, and then that <laughs> night. Yeah. That very night, they yeah. lay an egg against the Angels. Says there an absolute been, egg. Says there have been talk about changes with the roster. What are you going to change? What? Why, what okay, change? okay. Change when we talk about changes to the roster. Yes. Okay, so that's on to my next point. Okay. Like, I've milked as much from Boone as I have could this entire year. Okay. But we look at the front office, and I've been beating around this bush for years. But... Cashman, what the hell are you doing? This team has a $210 million payroll and should probably be more. But when a team that has spent this much money on players through the last decade and have not made it to a single World Series, that says something. 
Absolutely. That's to say something about how you manage this roster. And I'm not going to go on some rant about, oh, they have they have too many power hitters in the lineup. Oh, they got to hit singles. They got to get guys who can steal and blah, 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 blah. Baseball boomer shit. No, I'm not going to talk about that. I'm not going to talk about Stanton because, honestly, there are so many problems on this team that are bigger than him. Sure. My problem is that Brett Gardner, Clint Frazier, and Miguel Andujar are still getting reps like in the outfield. Like every outfielder this year except Aaron Judge has been a black hole. Uh, I think excluding I, Aaron I agree. Judge. I agree. I think excluding Aaron Judge, the Yankees have had, production-wise, the worst offensive outfield in baseball. Uh, and I, other I than agree. Brett Gardner, and other than Brett Gardner, who has a noodle of an arm, by the way, <laughs> have been horrible he's, defensively. Oh, he's, oh, he's, it's like, it's like you, you cannot stick Miguel Andujar out in left field. Yeah. Who even at his natural position at third base had like a negative 30 defensive run saved in yeah, the one full a, year he played a, that's there. That's a lot. <laughs> you think playing Andujar out and left is going to do well? Literally the only thing he has is he can throw. Yeah. Which honestly, he probably has a mediocre arm, but after seeing Brett Gardner out there for all those oh, he years, looks like it looks like he, he looks like freaking Ramon Laureano. Right, right. <laughs> he's like he's gunning down guys at second. Like, that's fun. But when you take horrible routes on the ball, it's like when I see a pop out that goes out to left field, my heart stops. Like whether it be Miguel Andujar or Clint Frazier, yeah. my heart stops. Like, but a team of the two or $10 million payroll should right. not have uh, uh, an uh. outfielder who makes their fans' heart stop right. who always makes well, on a routine play. <laughs> it's like these guys always take such bad routes to the ball. Always and, an adventure. And, and talk about Clint Frazier. Yes. Like I don't think there is any player who gets on my nerves as much as Clint Frazier. Because you look at him, he is, he has such an ego. Such an ego. <laughs> he talks about the goddamn, he talks about his shoe collection. He talks about his... How's Clint Frazier get to have an ego? Yeah, Exactly. Exactly, he's like Willie Mays Hayes. <laughs> and I apologize to Willie Mays Hayes for the horrid, horrid comparison I am making b- between you and Clem Frazier. Like, I apologize to you. Yeah. Like, you, like his smirk, like he has a headband that's Frazier 77 what? on it. He has a shoe collection. He acts like he's hot shit. He's, he's smiling after screwing up. He's it's like, dude. He's batting 186. <laughs> why, why is he still on this team? Because, why they put because him in the Cashman knows he screwed up. He knows he should have traded him. And... Instead of biting the bullet and sending him down to Scranton, which could be good for him. Sure. Like, we've seen stints. Sure, he's got life. options, right? Like, but I assume he does. He hasn't signed a big boy contract no. yet. But when you look at these, like, the plays he makes, you wonder how he still remains on Major League roster. And now I'm going back to the point I was going on before, before you, where you brought up something else. Um, Brian Cashman does this thing where he tries to force players into big situations where they can succeed. Uh, Clint Frazier's out of minor league options. That could <laughs> this explains a lot. <laughs> According to Forbes magazine. Oh, Forbes. Yes. Oh, well, shit. Well, that's another screw up. Uh, yeah. 
I'll, I'll confirm this, but uh, according to Forbes, he's out of options. So, oh no! But so what are you gonna do? What can you, what can you do? I don't know. Designate him for assignment. That's... You know, and what pisses me off the most about Brian Cashman, about this whole thing, is that he keeps playing scrubs like Frazier, Gardner, Odor, guys like that. Yet they have two guys in Scranton who are tearing the cover off the ball right now. And their names are Trey Ambergie and Hoijun Park. These guys, I, if I'm not mistaken, Hoijun Park has the highest, I think he has the highest WRC plus in AAA. If you look at this, his Whoa, split, this his guy. stats right now, he's batting Whoa. 328. Yeah. An on base percentage of 457. And OPS of over one. You look at that, and you tell me that Rufinet Odor is a better option. <laughs> no. You look no. at that, and you're telling me. Might be time that. To, might be time to call him up. Might. Might. You're telling me, might. I've been calling for this guy for three weeks. Wow. And Trey Ambergie. Oh, my God. He's hitting well, too. But the thing is, the front office, too enamored with the smell of their own shit to let these guys come up and make an impact for the Yankees. Because young energy is what this team needs. They need guys who can come up and hit well. Okay. They need guys who can come up, add some new homegrown home homegrown talent, just, just a cream of the crop. Yep. Bring these guys up. Let them... Let them play. If they go 0 for 20, oh, well, we tried. Yeah, send them back. Like, send them back down. They have options. Are they a little on the older side for prospects? Yes. Uh, 25 and 26, respectfully. That respectfully, judge came up when he was 25. Yeah. But. Uh, Troy Emmerich hitting 343 right now, six home runs. OBP of 398. OPS is 1.037. You're not going to bring up these guys. These guys. Why? You're not going to bring them up. Why? Why? I don't know. I cannot tell you. That is something that you got to ask the, the Yankee front office. Because every single time that they are asked, they just they just beat around the bush. They beat him around the bush. It's all like, oh, well, well we, we like the team we have. Or, oh, blah, 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 blah. We believe in these guys. Blah, blah. Just unwarranted optimism. What have you seen that makes you optimistic about this? I'm talking to Brian Kepson. I'm not talking to you. I'm not okay, yelling at okay, you. Okay. What okay. have you seen that makes you optimistic? Tell me. <laughs> the, I, Tell me. You, you're looking at this. You think this is good? You think everything's going according to plan? You no. think this is a fully operational Death Star? Absolutely not. No. It's not even the half. It's not even like the messed up one from. It's not even the, the half. Not even the, the half, half built, built one, one that's over yeah. the the moon Andor. Yeah. It's like not even over that. Yeah. Hell, this isn't even the one where it was, it was, he, he, like, you know, the like when they were beginning to build it at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Hell, the concept plans for the Death Star and Attack of the Clones is more operational <laughs> than this team. Absolutely. Um, wow. Okay, yeah, scroll what? up, scroll up. Okay. Scroll up a little bit and looking at some numbers. Okay. These, these are the numbers. With Hoy Park. These were a couple weeks ago, okay. or like a few days ago. I don't yep. know. He is top three. 
in AAA East in every single like slash line category. Yeah. And you're not going to call this kid up. You're you're going to continue to give Brett Gardner five at bats tonight already. You're going to continue to let Roofnet Odor screw up every single night. Why? You're going to continue to let him kill rallies instead of call up this phenom who is two weeks behind on being called up. Frankly, you could have told me three weeks ago. Yeah, well, uh, I don't get it. I, 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 uh, like Brian Cashman thinks he can find another Luke Voigt and Gio Urshela in Roofnet Odor. It's like, what do you think is going to come out of that? I, I think he's had. Like his, the, I think he's had his chance. Like this team, I go. What leads you to think that there's nothing that can be done? We have options right here, and if you don't want to, and there's not even an excuse to not make a trade. There's no excuse to not even make a trade. Yep. Because you could say, oh, like we got guys here, then call them up. Do it. You got nothing to lose. This seems already an embarrassment. They're already the biggest disappointment in American sports in 2021. You're not going to call these guys up? Come on, dude. So, my God. This. We're coming to a conclusion that we should have come to a while ago. When they when they hired Aaron Boone, this ESPN analyst, to become their next <laughs> manager and lead them through a championship window, they have become complacent. They don't think they need to do anything. They think that they are fine. They think that they think that a bunch of rah rah talks and press conferences are going to help when the product on the field doesn't nearly resemble. The energy that they're showing in press conferences. Yeah. If the new, I, honestly, if the Yankees miss the playoffs, I'm not even sure if they fire Boone or Cashman. Probably, probably, most likely, no. Because sure, not. Boone's contract expires after this year, but they're just going to look, but they're just going to look at the 200 win seasons and say, "Oh, this year was a fluke." <sighs> They'll say, "Oh, that was that was," and it will come at that point where I will officially lose all faith in the Yankees right. front office. Did you see the moves that they make? They uh, nearly all of them backfire. Uh it seems like it so far. Did yeah. Jameson Tyon? Yeah. No, not like a majority uh, the, actually damn near all of the pitchers they've acquired have blown up in their face. Starting back Sonny Gray. Uh yep. So, Sonny Gray. <laughs> we know how that went. Yep, yeah. J Hap. Yeah, he was all right in the. He was really good in the second half of 2018. God, he was getting consideration for starting the wild card game. Yeah, then you go down to 2019. Paxson, he was all right. Yeah, couldn't get out of the first inning though. <laughs> in 2020, he lost damn near everything on his fastball and you know, screwed up his back or his hip or whatnot. He he didn't contribute to much. Yeah, Garrett Cole. Looking at him, he's a question. All of the sticky stuff that's come out, who knows? He might have robbed us of thirty-six million dollars due to spire attack. Well, that's not that's uh, not uh, money that uh, that's you, not money that you can bring off the books. What right. you think? You think they can trade that? Yeah, you mean this year, by the way, <laughs> thirty-six mil this year. Oh, like Ooh. no, thirty-six million for the next eight years. Yes. Yes. No, no, no. I'm going to be done oh. with college. Well done with college. Oh, I'm going to yeah. have a job by, by the time he's done with that contract. Yes. Yes. 
I'm going to be in my late 20s by the time that that contract is up. Or my mid-20s or whatever. I, I don't know. But I've lost track of everything. Yes. But there, well, who knows with him? You're thinking, like, I'm starting to think that he's kind of a bit of a, a sticky stuff fraud, isn't he? Is he not? Uh, Well, I mean, apparently he needs it to grip the ball, so. Is he not? Like, is yes. he not a fraud? Like, you're looking at this. You're looking at this stretch of starts. He hasn't impressed me. Sure, in the games where he's gone deep, hasn't impressed me. The strikeout numbers aren't there. They're, they're down. They're way down. Yeah, they're way down. It's like night and day. Yeah. He's given up a lot of hard contact. And that hard contact comes to bite in the ass sooner or later when you play a team like sure. Boston. Sure. Who doesn't who doesn't particularly uh, miss on mistakes. Uh, they didn't last weekend, no. <laughs> Look at a guy like Jamison Tyon. God knows what he's going to turn into. He's been terrible so far. Even the pitching prospects, Davey Garcia, he looks like a dud. Uh, he's been getting rocked lately, correct? I got to look up the numbers, but... Uh, yes, in yeah, AAA, he's been horrible. Not been great. Yeah, little Pedro Martinez, right? Yeah. Uh, Domingo, not looking D- great. Domingo Herman. Four and five, I, four point three. I, I, would make, I would make a joke about how hard he's getting hit and comparisons to that, but I'm not going to go, too easy. go there. It's too easy. I think it's too easy. It's too a layup. <laughs> too easy. But I know, where, where the hell are you going to go? It's like, you're, you're going to look at me and tell me this team's good? This, this garbage that we just mentioned, this isn't what good teams do. No. This is what good front no, offices this, do. This is, a, this, is, this is a mediocre team right here. Yes, this team Almost is mediocre. Playing they're they're five, inconsistent. 500 ball. They're inconsistent. And for the expectations that they have for the roster on paper, they this is an embarrassment. And everybody from baseball to everywhere should be laughing at these guys. They should be tarring and feathering them because they are a joke. If I was not a, a I could if I could pick any year to be a Mets fan, it would be this one. Yeah. Because the Mets lead their Mickey Mouse division. And the Yankees are terrible. Even on nights where the Mets lose, you can just watch the Yankees lose. Yeah. And also that's what Mets fans live for anyway, watching yes, the Yankees lose. Yes, they do, more than anybody else. And sure it's sad and rent free, but it's the truth. Hey, they got a, Yankees have a series coming up with the Mets this weekend, I believe. Who knows how bad that's going to be? Looking at like this team, this um, is garbage. It's mortifying garbage. And once again, I say uh, it to is Brian a, Cashman. It is a weekend series at home against yes. the Mets July 4th weekend. Uh, why, how livid are you if they get swept? I come in the... I, I, <laughs> Well, I'm going to be away next week. Okay. I don't know if I'll come in the week after. Okay. I mean, you can call in and vent for a little bit. And then, I hate this team. I hate this team. I hate this team. Click. <laughs> yes. 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 But if they get swept by the Mets, so help me, I mean, God. It could happen. Well, I. What, what do you? What? What's to be done then? What short term? What can be done? Just, uh, I, I, all you can do right now. Where was that all-star break, mind all, you? Where was halfway do, there? All you can all, do yes. right now, realistically, is call up Hoy Park and Trey Amberg. Okay. That's literally all you can do. 
Like what you okay. you think Cashman has the balls to make a trade right now? I wouldn't make a trade right now. I'd retool. I'd do a little retool, you know? I'd ship some guys out, bring some guys in. You know, mix it up. Yeah. Fill out left field and right field or left field and center field or whatever. By the yeah, for yes. <laughs> Step number one. Yes. Fill out the one. fill out two thirds of Improve the outfield. Improve that outfield. But the thing is they're not gonna spend the money. You think House Steinbrenner wants to pay the luxury tax? Which, I swear. Which this, sounds this, so this weird. This front office. It, it doesn't this sound This front weird. office treats the luxury tax like it's a hard salary cap. <laughs> yeah. When honestly, the luxury tax is about as soft as a cap as you can get. It sounds weird. You, it's not, Those words sound weird coming out of your mouth. They don't want to spend money. The Yankees, well, they don't want to spend money. The New York money. Yankees. They don't. Don't want to spend they money. They don't. What 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 kind of world are we living in? This one. What kind of? I wonder what simulation number this in? is. Yes, I know. What what version or the Matrix are we living in right now? <laughs> like what? Uh, I'm looking at the. Uh, I, the I need to talk to the goddamn timekeepers right now and see yeah, what right. the hell is going yeah. on. Where's the Where's the architect? <laughs> I'm looking at the box score from Sunday when they lost to the Red Sox. Uh, Nine to two, embarrassing. Garrett Cole pitched that day. Uh, gave it three home runs, five earned runs. Agashioka's uh, personal catchers in the lineup. Gary Sanchez nowhere to be seen. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, let me just say, one does this thing. make does this make sense? Let hey, me just well, say no, one thing. True. To Garrett Cole, not true. He pinched okay. it. He did pinch it. So he pinched okay, it. He came let, in as catcher later on. I want on. to say one thing after Cole Garrett was out Cole. of the game. Yes, Garrett, you are getting paid. A handsome sum of money to pitch for the New York Yankees. First, okay, first you, you pitch well when you had stuff. Now they take the stuff away. Right. You're pitching like dog shit. That loses your excuse to have Kyle Gashioka as your catcher. You have Gary Sanchez, who's hitting like he's Thurman Munson right now. And then you continue to have Kyle Gashioka when it's proven that he doesn't affect your pitching stats. For anything, and batting one ninety eight, you, Garrett, you need, and this is such a boomer thing to say. Okay, and I don't like to say as much. Okay, but you need to man up and grow a goddamn pair, and and let your superstar catcher catch. Yes. The best player on the team right you now. You need to nut up and <laughs> let him catch for just a few games. No, not a few games. Forever. Let right. him catch. Right. He's catching your starts now. Yes. Gabish. Gabish. Yeah. You are such a prima donna. Oh, my God. He needs to catch your starts now. There is no exception. No statistic. No, I agree. There I is agree. no this statistic make, that make, proves. This makes no sense. No statistic that proves that no Kyle Agashioka is undisputedly a better catcher for Garrett Cole and Gary Sanchez. Sure. Is Higashioka's framing one of the best in the business? Yes. Yes, it is. But does it make up for the other black hole in the lineup? Still need those at bats. You need the offense. Yes, you need of the, the hottest anywhere that you can get. Player on the Yankees. Yes, you you need that. And you're you're preventing them from doing that. Yes. You're preventing them he from needs doing to be, that. He needs to be in the starting line every day. There's no, there's yes. no question. 
no there's question. There's no reason for absolutely Gary no question not be in the starting lineup. Uh, one thousand percent asinine decision. That's a that's a quick fix. Yes, that that's easy. It may not do much. It won't do much. It'll get him in the lineup. It'll get him, you know, three. It'll get him more at bats. Get him more at bats. Uh, like that's detrimental to detrimental to a player that's hitting really I well. I agree. And thank God it's not doing much to him. No. And this brings me to my next problem. Okay. When Cole does pitch, why is Stanton still DHing? <laughs> he is an average fielder in left. He gets hurt anyways when he DHs. Right, but he's not like he's not in he's not an invalid. He can play. <laughs> Just let him hit. Or let him just let him go out in the outfield. I get that. Oh, we're we're working up to that spot. You, you shut up. You put him out there and left. He's done it before. He's been all right at it. Yeah. He's better than Andujar defensively. He's better than Frazier defensively. Just put him out there. Yeah. He gets hurt anyway when he only hits. So what the hell does it matter? Uh, Gary Sanchez hit three home runs last week, by the way. So. Just for just for the record, yes. <laughs> just for the record, yeah. Just what the hell yeah. I don't that? understand why he wouldn't be out there every like, every day starting so, somewhere. And it is an easy fix. Like if you want Cole to be the part, you want Cole's personal catcher, and you want Sanchez's bat to be in left, mm-hmm. Stanton in left for one day a week. Yeah, just yeah. Can, I think he can handle to, it. He doesn't even need to be the everyday left fielder. No. No, which doesn't he even, won't. Which he won't be. But doesn't even need to be the everyday left fielder. Just yeah. like once a week. Yeah. Once a week, you have him out there and left. Yeah. And you have Sanchez DH. It's like well, with that a quick fix, quick fix. But they're not Easy. doing it. Easy. They're not doing it. Easy. I, I can. What the? You hell? will see results. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's to be done about the pitching, starting pitching? pitching. Who the hell knows okay. what's going to be done with the starting pitching? I don't... The starting pitching is just... I, I can't even get to that. I'm. We'll get to that another week. Yeah, also, also inconsistent. God. Yes. And I'm going to leave this one final eruption. <laughs> okay. For all these guys, and I said okay. this last year. For all the press conferences, all the stuff, the performance. I say this one thing. Your job security relies on the performance of this team. <laughs> I don't think they've realized that. Really? Yeah, I don't think they real. Well, obviously, I don't think they've realized okay, it. Okay, I'm done talking about the Yankees. For now. <laughs> I think they, they <laughs> I'm done talking about the Yankees uh, for now. Good. Yeah, when's Lord. training camp start? I don't know when the hell <laughs> training, training camp, camp starts. starts. I don't know what the hell. Oh my god, dude. It's making me sweat on an already hot. Well, it's sweat. it's uh, it's it's like 100 degrees out. So yes, it is like 100 degrees. Yeah. Out. Anyway, so let's get to some devil's news real quick. Oh something. yeah, you oh, we got some devil's absolute, news. Yes, yes, devil's news. What, what, For what once, did, what did I miss? I was out of town. If you that headline right there. Oh, Scott O'Neill stepping down CEO. Whoa, whoa. Okay. Um, stepping stepping away to pursue other new opportunities. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Don't let the door hit you. Don't let the door yeah. hit you in the ass on your way out, so you bum. 
Okay, so his eight years hasn't really done hasn't really done much. So okay, let me let me just read the um. Go for it. Let me just read the social media. Okay, Scott Harris or Scott O'Neill. Scott O'Neill gone. Very good. Huh. Okay, so. So it's a. I think there's a press release for something. So, yeah, news for wow, front office news. No, I didn't see this. Well, when did this happen? Okay, so this is a. Okay. The this is the press release of the Devil's Pad okay. on their Twitter account. Thank you, Scott O'Neill. Eight amazing years. What an incredible run. Thank you for your leadership, vision, and commitment to our organization. Our fans in the city of Newark, your legacy here is helping build a world-class organization and culture. We are forever grateful for your impact and we'll be rooting for you in your next chapter. Fuck you! (laughs) So, um... What what the hell? What are you talking about? What do you mean by world eight amazing years? If I'm not mistaken, eight years goes back to 2013. Since 2013, we have had we are on our third rebuild since 2013. Yes, we have made the playoffs once. Uh, they've only had two winning records since then. So, yeah. Like, okay, eight years, three rebuilds, one Taylor Hall-induced playoff appearance that mm-hmm. led to a loss in round one. Unfortunately, yes. And she's, oh, my God. I uh, Yeah, see, see this all over here? DNQs did not qualify. DNQs. <laughs> and then one round one loss, yeah. Even for the most of the 2000s, the Devils have been losing in the first or second round. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sad, sad but true. Yeah, there's, there's so much bad. And the, there, there's been so much to unpack with how bad this team has been in the last few years. Yeah. Whatnot. It's, well, yeah, so good riddance then. I'm, good riddance. Rip, <laughs> what's, with, what's with all the BS in the press release? Like, all right, see I you later. don't know. It's see like, you later. What, what culture? It's like you look at the culture, yeah. world class culture. All right. Like, well, what culture is there to like? What world class culture are you referring to? Right. Well, at uh, all right. Well, that's one change enacted. So let's keep it's good. Keep going. Let's keep and going. According, a little birdie has told me, I got a guy on the inside. No, I've got a guy okay. who's got a guy. Okay. Allegedly. Now, don't hold me to this. I don't okay. want anyone to I will hold not me to put this. you to. Okay. That. Apparently, Tom Fitzgerald is getting an extension. Okay. It's going to be a three year extension. And that if that is true, that is great. Yep. Because in, in all the rebuilds that they've tried, this has gone really well. Like the prospects have come up, like Ty Smith recently made the all rookie team. Which is great. I mean, I mean, geez, all the I've uh, got a good, good draft pick coming up. Yeah, fourth uh, overall. The, the, you have, you have Luke Hughes who could be there. Um, yeah, uh, players are on the young side. Really young. Oh my god, they have uh, like I think they have an average roster age of twenty four. I think. Wow. Well, okay. So, someone could break out. I mean, there are some guys that have already kind of. Yeah. 
establish themselves as like everyday players. You know, like like you think guys like Yanni Kuokinen, you were Sharon Govich, yep. Ty Smith, and even guys coming up like Alex Holtz, yep. Dawson Mercer, yep. um, guys like Kevin Ball. Um, Riley Walsh, he's still down in the minors. Um, Nolan Foote, Tyce yeah, Thompson. Yeah. Well, the goal is to get the Devils into this playoff bracket that I'm looking at right now. Which okay, yeah. so I just want to just want to toast to the Islanders real quick. Those you gotta players. give it up for them. You gotta give it. Up. It, it pained me to see them lose. Uh, they, Dude, they, 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 that, that, there are rarely any occasions where watching a sporting event like hurts, like emotionally hurts for another team. Yeah, for another team. That game five where they lost eight nothing, like hurt. Yeah, but what because did they do? I was just thinking, and I I talked about this last week, but like when I think about the like the old devils on that rush, like Andy Green, Travis Ajak, Kyle Palmieri, those guys have been through so much punishment with the Devils. Sure, like a directionless organization. They finally go on a team that has shit figured out. Yep, talent, coaching, mm-hmm. stuff that they didn't have. Right. Like for their whole careers, this close, this close, and then they lay an egg in Game Seven. They get Vasilevsky. Yeah, well, I mean, you gotta give it out. You get beat down eight nothing. You come back and uh, (laughs) two two goals down. You win in overtime. Yeah, Game Six, fourth of Game Seven, and they lose in Game Seven. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, Lose one zip. You know, Tampa. I wasn't like this last weekend. I wasn't watching any sports, which is like I didn't watch the entire Yankees Red Sox series because for. Two well, it's a good thing, I guess. Well, for two of them, I was at grad parties. Oh, yeah. As it's grad party season, everyone's graduating. And yeah. I got people that I know. Well, it's a good thing you didn't watch. You just would have tortured yourself. Oh, more. yeah. I watched the game through through Twitter. <laughs> and I remember, like, one of the people at one of the parties, they were, they were like, oh, yeah, I'm an Islanders fan. And this was after they lost. And I'm like... And it was like I was breaking a death of a family member. Then I'm like... Now listen, I, I don't know how to tell you this. Yeah, <laughs> and this is really going to be hard for you to hear, but uh, well, they lost. Yeah, and yeah, I know you're really close to them. Yeah, it's just I like, know. Yeah, I'm it, sorry. It was I'm a tough year, you. but yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you want to, yeah, if you want to vent, I'm here. Um, but yeah, you gotta give it up, though. Yeah, give it up, and you know, hey, yeah. Poor, or I mean, Andy Green and Travis. Zajac. Yeah, I'm. It would have been, yeah, just even hit the hit, you know, hit hit the finals this year would have been nice, but may possibly win. Maybe I don't know. Montreal is like I don't know. Even though they're down on nothing, they got smacked in game one. Game two is tonight. It is, but I uh, believe they, game two is tonight. They, they did get smacked down five zip. I I gotta think Montreal's gotta be pretty tired right now too. To be honest with you. They just played, played, uh, played Vegas and Vegas. Oh, lol, Vegas. Oh my God. How do you become an expansion team and three years? Yeah, you make your, it, you make it to like a three years into your, yeah. No, three years into your existence, your fan base already becomes so insufferable that you become one of the most <laughs> disliked <Already>. teams in <laughs> hockey. Um, like nobody likes Vegas. Absolutely nobody likes them. Which is hilarious, and I love that nobody likes them. Yeah, 
Yeah, I got the early hate already. This, this. Well, yeah, because fa- this I remember there was franchise. This, I think it was some Twitter account named like Las Vegas Local or something like that said there is nothing harder than being a Vegas Golden Knights fan. I just said I'm like, like I nearly googled how to strangle someone through a computer screen. <laughs> I'm just like you. I was, I was about to do the Bart Simpson. <laughs> Why you little? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. How boring is this if Tampa Bay wins? <laughs> it's boring. Yeah, I I would love to see the I would love to see Montreal pull this off. Especially see Carey Price and Shea Weber win yes. the Stanley Cup. Uh, exactly. Honestly, dude, when I saw Montreal beat Vegas, it felt like a fever dream. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, in six like, games too, by I'm the like, way. I'm like, these guys actually they're going to the Stanley Cup final. They Montreal, the Habs. Go Habs, go. I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm like, what a team that has Jeff Petrie as a first line defenseman is going to the Stanley Cup final? But I'll, I won't say anything. Like, Jeff Petrie is, has been great. Yeah. Um, apparently. Apparently. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm hoping Montreal can fight back. It was uh, not a hey. good game yesterday, but that, I think that got some fight in Hey, hey dude. <laughs> dude. They have a Hulk. Remember, they have a Hulk. They have Carey Price. Yes, they do have a. We have a Hulk. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Good point. Good point. Um. Yeah. Uh, well, it all comes down to this. I mean, they have the whole nation of Canada. Now. Probably half of America behind them. So also, it'd be funny to see Leafs fans seethe, like seed some more. It, it would be yes. <laughs> It would be for sure. Um, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Again, hats off to uh, to uh, the Devils 2.0, aka the New York Islanders. Yeah, came close, yes. and uh, you know we've we've all been there. <laughs> yeah, we've all we, felt that pain. We've been for there. sure. Yeah. Even with the Yankees, I felt it a lot recently. Uh, yep, like absolutely, that. absolutely. <laughs> I've never witnessed the Giants go on a like. Oh, that one short deep playoff runs. No, no, no. They definitely most of the times they when they go on spoiler deep, though. Well, most of the time when they go on deep playoff runs, they typically win the Super Bowl, or or by the time they play in the Super Bowl, they're playing with house money. Right. Except in two thousand, actually, there was no football in two thousand. Never mind, there was no football. No. The the Super Bowls went like it went 31 32 33 34 36 35 never happened there was no super bowl 35 that was <laughs> that was a glitch in the matrix that that never happened yeah didn't didn't, didn't happen like Gary collins starting in the super bowl <laughs> yeah like that would ever happen <laughs> yeah did, didn't happen not on my timeline didn't happen oh um do you think you'll be at a yankees game this year Okay. No. Will you go see the Devils this year? One of my friends has been talking about going to a game for okay. a while. I'd like honestly, to go back. Honestly, if like I know that they're bad and I'm just I'd like to go when I'm in like one of my apathetic when I'm in my apathetic stage. Like not the game we went to because we still kind of had expectations. Sure. Oh yeah, well I'm still uh I'm still mad about that. It's like two years ago. I'm still mad about that. And we had amazing seats. Right up on the glass. We did glass seats. 
we were leading two to one. They, they weren't even my seats. You're like, hey, I got, I got, I got extras down here. I was like, dude, all right. <laughs> yeah. Man, I put the first intermission. We felt that, that that picture. That was my Twitter banner for years. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look, yeah, it was cool. We met at the game and then uh, end up sitting with each other. That was cool. That was a fun. And night. then I yelled. I you yelled. Did? You are a factory of sadness. Yeah, you got some laughs. Well, they were down like what four four two at that no, point. No, after the game, it was like oh, nearly empty arena. You are a factory of sadness. And I remember I commented that on the Devils Instagram page, and I've said, "Hey, I'm the guy at the at the Rock who yelled, you are a factory of sadness.'" And I got I got a few likes on it. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure they heard me. Um, I mean, it wasn't that loud when you said it was pretty empty. So yeah, I think they I think they heard you. Did it work? Did it do anything? Absolutely not. No. No. They still play terrible. I, I thought they would have, like, given me a temp band from The Rock. No, man, they need your money. I thought they would have given me They a, need your money and your and uh, your merchandise. Uh, your merchandise dollars. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But I've already bought enough shit from them. <laughs> That's what I feel. I got a lot of, yeah, I got a lot of devil stuff, too. I got, yeah, all this money I put into this team. Yeah, although they did give me a jersey, so I can't <laughs> can't complain about Yeah, that. they gave you a custom jersey. Yeah, they did give me a custom jersey, which hangs proudly at a shared universe podcast studio. Yeah, yeah, it's a, a great, it's a great jersey. It's the first thing I see when I walk in. I, yeah. I sit there and I think, I'm like, oh, my God, dude, that that's still so cool. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Uh, NBA playoffs, you've been watching? NBA playoffs? I mean, I've been paying attention. Because these are fun. Like, these are actually fun. There's no LeBron, no... Yeah, it's just... No nothing. It's all mostly likable players. Like, when you look at these players, you'd say, okay, I'd be fine if these, if these, if if this guy won a ring. Yeah. Like, Trey Young, I'd be okay if he won a ring. Um, The, I mean, Giannis, of course I'd love him to win a ring. Yeah, Chris Paul. Sure, he's been trying for <laughs> years. over many years. years. He deserves a win ring. Devin Booker, he deserves a win ring. Yeah, the Clippers. Paul George is kind of a weirdo, but <laughs> uh, I don't know. Playoff P, pandemic P, whatever. Yeah, whatever, whichever uh, so one yeah. comes, I'd be okay if he won a ring. As if this recording, uh, yeah, Suns are up three games two, and uh, they are one Buc- game Bucks away. Hawks. But they have but. Tyron Lue is the Clippers head coach. So 3-1 deficits are a specialty. <laughs> oh, I mean, you know, history would prove. History, will it repeat itself? Yeah, we'll see. Who knows? It's the Suns. We'll see. These are four teams that are notorious for choking that are all in. Oh, yeah, but they're all in the, yeah, they're all, they're all still there. So, yeah, they're all still so there. who chokes first? Yeah, who chokes first? Is who it going to be first? Atlanta? Is it going to be Atlanta that chokes? Uh, very, I still don't get how the 76ers managed to outchoke Atlanta. That's a good point. Atlanta, really? Yeah. You blow a lead to Atlanta. That's their job to blow games. Uh, we yes, we <laughs> we've seen that many times. But one time in particular, which is particularly memorable, uh, <laughs> twenty-eight to three is still the greatest meme in the history of sports. It's. Number one. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Apparently the Yankees put out a terrible lineup. Okay, what do we? Who do we got tonight against the? Uh, the this is the 
the Angels Yankees rubber match. No, it's not a rubber. It's match. It's not a rubber match. It's, oh my god. I, who are they trotting out? Oh, it's a four-game series. Okay. Wait, let's. I just want to look at this garbage. So I swear to God, I am. I am about to. I'm about to lose my. I'm about to lose my shit. Yeah. Who? Uh, who are they trotting out there tonight? Can't <laughs> really is. Uh, <gasps> What? <laughs> Please enlighten me. I do not have it in front of me. No judge and no Urshela. Okay. <clears throat> this comes from Meredith Morakovitz. Apparently, quote unquote, just a day. It's like, how can you say your season is on the line and then bench two of your best? Uh, dinner? you, you, you can't. You, you, you cannot. How? Why? Do, do, do they care? Do they Why care? are you <laughs> now? It's, I mean, you guys, we're at the halfway mark, right? Where it's got to be a, like, uh, <laughs> oh, this is an old account. Why, yeah, why? Why, why? This is so why? Bad. This is this is an embarrassment. Why? This is so bad. Steam, my god, pan just. Pain. Well, I uh, yeah, I got Pain. I got nothing. I got nothing. Why are you sitting judge? Why are you sitting judge? You're three games above five hundred. You're in fourth place. I does <laughs> yeah. Does he need <laughs> with and. With Shohei Otani on the mound, yes, on the R side, right. We, you, yeah, you need every gun you have in the in in the arsenal, yes. right? You need, you need guns. You need God to help fix this shit, right? And by God, I mean Gene Michael and Joe Girardi. Yeah, interesting. My God, interesting. Well, good luck. Good luck. To, uh, good <laughs> good luck, guys. My God. Okay. Uh, yeah, Twitter, Twitter is, is exploding. Uh, <laughs> sitting Judge and Geo. What a joke. I thought we were trying to win. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Ah, uh, man. Okay, so let's move on to some other stuff. Okay, what do you got? Even though it is our 4th of July episode and I'm sporting my yes, ironic your, Ronald Reagan your, your t-shirt. Ronnie, with- your Ronnie shirt. They're like they're somebody who made the shirt, but don't tread on me on Ronald Reagan's yes. forearms and had zero understanding of the irony behind it. But, <laughs> but anyways, um, let's let's talk about even though we are Americans and we could not care less about what Europe thinks. We the, the, the Euros going on. I've sure. been watching a little bit. I just want to. I just want to talk about a couple of couple of countries that have really been that have been really funny. Okay. Just Go look for up it. look up the look up the bracket. Look okay. up the Euro twenty twenty gra- right. bracket. Like it, it is so funny. Okay. Okay. So 
the first country I kind of want to laugh at is let's talk about let's talk about Germany. Okay. Remember back in 2014, Germany on top of the goddamn world. They just they win the World Cup. It's it's yeah, great. Top they, of the world, yes. They beat Argentina. Just they they embarrassed Brazil. <laughs> One of the funniest. That's another good sports meme. That Germany beating or Germany being Brazil yes. seven to one in the World Cup. That was funny. And then in then remember the last World Cup. I mean, they didn't even make it past group stages. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I remember my dad took me to a, like all the way up in Hoboken, they, he took me up to a, the German beer garden there, you know, the, yep. mm-hmm. like a bit, like a German beer hall. Right, the beer hall. And we watched the World Cup, saw Germany play Mexico. And I remember, like, I had a great time because I was just sitting there, like, hey, like, like, I had my dad's, like, my dad, like, his German friends were there. Yep. Yeah. We were watching, and everyone everyone was rooting for Germany because sure. it was a it was a German bar. Yeah. <laughs> and in the Northeast, basically everyone's European. Yep. And it's like, hey, Germany. Also, the USA's big soccer rival is Mexico. Yes. And I watched as Germany lost to Mexico, and I remember just sitting there and being like, I'm like, this team won the World Cup last time. It's like, yeah, what the hell what is happened? this? I think we're getting to that point again. Where Germany is just laying low, they're down, and everything is just bad. And and England, they're going against England in the round of sixteen, yep. a team that they've beat up on, and then England beats them to nothing. And I, mean, I was watching the game like yesterday morning. I was rooting for Germany because as an American, it's my natural impulse to root right. against England. Sure. <laughs> and I remember just watching as like England beat them and I'm just like oh my god here we go again I'm like oh dude it's like although to be fair England has actually done really well like, I remember in the big like the last World Cup the big story other than you know Croatia somehow making it to the finals was England and we were one game short of an England versus France World Cup final like you want to talk about historical rivalries, England and France. Sure. <laughs> and that goes back to King Louis the... <laughs> Which one? Yeah, with like, uh, this goes back many King Louis. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, like England, it's like lull Germany. It's like... Yep, beat him two it's zip. Like, it's like World War. Two zip. Uh, it's like both World Wars. <laughs> England beating Germany. Like both World Wars. <laughs> Although the other country that I want to laugh at is country number two, even more funny is the reigning World Cup champions, France. Yes. Three one lead. And then and then France surrendered it to the to Switzerland. And they lost on penalties. I think Mbappe missed one of the penalties. And it was, it's embarrassing. If you think about it, it's like reigning World Cup champion. You're going into the second biggest international soccer tournament. And then you lose to Switzerland. It's hard to make a war reference when talking about, when talking about a a game that involved neutral the country. Right. But France, uh, 
They they really <laughs> they really surrendered that one. They did. No doubt. Man, how do you blow a three one lead? Hey, Glass Joe came from France for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, like half the fun about all these soccer tournaments is I get to make edgy. It's like I'm a 17 year old kid who grew up on the internet. All I know, like half of my sense of humor is war jokes. Yep. <laughs> and I just get to like every yeah, single yeah. time I like during the World Cup and the Euros. The Euros, it's more easy to make war references because like in recent history, Europe has been the big, have been the big conflicts. It's like when you're watching the Copa America, you can't make much jokes about wars that go on in, in like, I don't know, Central America, I don't yeah. know what the hell. But like in, in, in the Euros, it's super easy because every single one of these countries has been in. Like yeah. has been in a, been in a big war, but. Yep. Yeah. And in one if, way or the other. And what would have made this perfect is if Italy was going up against Greece and they lost. <laughs> uh, Although personally, I'm, I'm rooting for Italy because I'm, you know, I'm in New Jersey. Sure. A lot of Italians here. Yes, I'm, I'm Italian. Like Italy is whenever America inevitably gets kicked out of the, the World Cup, wherever, it's Italy and they're always the team that I root for. Yeah. Well, they beat Austria facing down Belgium, so... Oh, my God, dude. And Italy almost... They were tied with Austria in like the, by the 89th minute. Yep. Pulled it out. And they scored another goal in extra time. Pulled and... it out. <laughs> Can't always blown up, ladies and gentlemen. And, yeah, my... Uh, it's just my... It was just my mom was texting me. Oh, right on. Uh, she was wondering where I was. <laughs> oh, oh, she knows. <laughs> Mom, I'm trying to do a show here. Ma, Ma, come on, come on, dinner's ready. <laughs> I'm trying to do a show. It's like I, I like, like I know these soccer tournaments. Like it's underrated. It's like even though I'm American and and like you know everybody yeah, in the country that calls it's, it's, it's like it's always fun. It's a worldwide major sport. My honestly, friends. do like if the U.S. qualifies for the World Cup the next time around, which they should, a team with Christian Pulisic on it should. Always, okay, if I'm not mistaken, okay. a team with multiple players in the Premier League, when you have the 10 for Chelsea, the a, the starting midfielder or one of the backs for Juventus, who starts alongside Cristiano Ronaldo. Yes. A goalie who played in the Champions League. And a few guys on different other clubs, guys who are on Barcelona, Dortmund, other like big Euro clubs like that. If I'm not mistaken, you should be able to beat Trinidad this time. I, I, I mean, yes, <laughs> you, you would, should be able to. You would think so. <laughs> yeah, you, you'd think. You would think. God, dude. Yeah, no love. Like there's like there are. Like there's embarrassing moments in international sports. Then there's that. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> I, remember that. I remember that was. Yeah, I'm. I'm rooting for Italy. Like I remember I was watching the Italy Austria right. game with with bet. my dad, and and it was 
we were sitting there and then my dad's like oh yeah you know like like italians you know they're dramatic as hell they probably got to be sitting on the bench sweating right now yeah pulled it out 2-1 actually sorry the game did go to extra time yep they scored the 95th minute yep yep and the 105th minute before austria scored in the 114th yep I remember I was sitting there. It's like, oh, my God, every TV in the Vatican has to be playing this game. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Even, uh, like yeah. Like, they're praying. They've, uh, yeah, they got, they've got God behind them, I guess, so. <laughs> yeah. Although yeah. the Pope is. Oh, right, is, yeah, he's. I think he's, like, Argentinian or something like that. That's a good question. Argentina. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the Pope isn't Italian. No. So. No, but he's in, but, he's but, in but, Italy, so come on. Yeah, I root for the home team, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, right? like every every TV in the Vatican had that. Sure. Had that. It's like everyone in Italy was yeah. watching that. Yeah. Uh, well, good luck to everybody who's left. Belgium, Italy, yeah. Switzerland, Spain, Ukraine. The Belgium, Italy. The Ukraine. The Ukraine. She is weak. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah the Ukraine, the defeated Sweden. Let's see if they can beat England. That would be hilarious. Uh, yeah. Uh, Czech Republic and Denmark is what you're looking yeah, at. Yeah, the here. Ukraine got to hold off on the Pripyat jokes for a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man. Like Spain and Croatia, just like, oh, my God, dude. Both World Cup finalists were knocked out in the yep. round of 16. Yep. Let it be fair. It's Spain. Sure. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one thing to lose to Switzerland. It's another to lose to Spain. Yeah. Like, losing the Spain is not humiliating. Right. Ah. <laughs> oh. Uh, all right, you got anything else? Any mailbag, anything? I mean, some gaming Any feedback? News. My gaming news. My oh, gaming told news. told me to take my time. Um, oh, okay. Hey. Um, one of the most long-awaited games has finally gotten a quote-unquote Whoa, a release date? We got a release, release date? date? What do we got? Apparently, like, if you look at GameSpot, if you look at, it, like, GameSpot, it's been their, like their top tweet. Mind you, it is the year 2021. Oh. Whoa. So, yeah. GTA 6. GTA Whoa. 6 is apparently confirmed for 2025. Okay. So, all right. We got to wait four, four, four years. What year is it? We got to wait four years. All right. Wow. Four years for GTA 6. It's a long time, dude. You, you better be able to travel the whole goddamn planet in this. I, I, don't, want, so. I don't want to be held to... Then when GTA 5 launched, it was 2013. Mm-hmm. That's a long gap. We're probably going to get in our console generation by then. Actually, no, we're not going to get in our console generation. And the last years? one, the last one lasted. It went pretty well, pretty long. Yeah, the last one was pretty long. Um, the technology isn't really. No, like uh, advancing that exponentially. Yeah, it's like it's right. It's not the, like an every the, year. The, the technology, I don't know if it's going to get more. I don't know if it's going to get better. I mean, we keep saying that the technology yeah. is capped out. Like, well, oh, my God. Like, I remember when 1080p was the. <laughs> I was like, oh, my holy crap. It's like, oh, my God, 1080p is about as good as it gets. Oh, my God. This is like like people would play GoldenEye and they'd think that it's like. Like that was it. People would, like in GoldenEye, granted, it's like. Like people thought GoldenEye was like the best thing to ever be invented. Meanwhile, you're playing an FPS on a Nintendo 64 sure. controller. Sure, definitely revolutionary, though. Oh no, of course it was the first big FPS on a console, but not that's not saying it was a good game for the 
platform it was on. It's a good game, just terrible platform. Yeah. Cyberpunk 27 saying it's finally at a satisfactory level of stability. <laughs> <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077. <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Like a year after it came over, a year after it came out. <laughs> like, what, what the hell? It's like, no, Cyberpunk came out only a few months ago. It, okay. It like Cyberpunk. Like... No, it was a game that, I tell you, developers, like especially AAA developers, go through this all the damn time. They get hyped for their games. And then the, and then all of them just get on the hype train too quick, and then they pump out the release date. It's like Cyberpunk could have taken another year to develop. Sure, no one would have batted an eye. No one would have get it an get eye. it right. Yes, get it right. Like, yeah, like it's an excuse that so many. It's an excuse that so many people in the develop. Like the developers, like they all use it to, they use the excuses of patches and updates and DLC. Hey, come on, you gotta get it right the first time. And especially Destiny. Oh my God, Activision did so much harm. Like if you want to piss me off, like if you want to name a game company that pisses me off, just think about Activision. <laughs> like my favorite game ever. My favorite game ever was split into so many paywalls because of activism they had everything scrapped and it took years yep. years of negotiating to get activision out now all of a sudden oh my god with bungie's writers in charge of it again destiny actually has a believable narrative yep. with like good characters <laughs> hey better late than never <laughs> yeah the thing is it's an excuse it's an excuse that developers use it's like oh we have expansions dlc it's like like a back in like on the wii when I bought a game, when I bought Mario Kart Wii, there were no patches. There nope. was no way they nope. could patch it, worked. it. It just worked. It was good. <laughs> the game didn't work. It was broken. Right. But that was what made it great. Like, if they ever remaster Mario Kart Wii, mm -hmm. they're going to remove all the glitches because sure. Nintendo isn't fun like that. No. No. They're going to remove everything fun about that. They're going to fix the checkpoint system. And I'm not going to buy it. Although there is one remaster that I'm gonna, there are a couple of remasters that I'm actually like kind of going to buy. Yeah. The the Pokemon the, the Sinnoh remakes are coming out. They're finally coming out with Diamond and Pearl remakes, but the art style is weird. One remake that I actually am super excited for though is Sonic Colors. I think game it came out in 2010. The and like it's such an underrated. You can want to talk about an underrated. Not just a Sonic game, but a game for the Wii. Yeah, September 7th, 2021. It's, well, yeah, it's just does, like... Well, it does look cool. No, all the Sonic games always have good art styles, yeah. good music. Cool. Like, everything is... Like, everything works. Awesome. Any more gaming news? Uh, that's pretty big, though. I mean, that's pretty big. Twenty. All right, GTA twenty twenty five. GTA six. Like, <laughs> I mean, I remember, old man. Like, my God, I'm I remember, gonna be. I old. remember like being ten years old and watching like Vanoss play GTA five and just being like, "Oh man, I wish I could play that." My mommy won't let me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're waiting for GTA six. That's cool. I'm like still waiting for GTA six. Although honestly, GTA five, I don't have any friends that play it. No, yeah. So like, like what the hell is the point? GTA five online is just. 
honestly, what reason is there to really get excited for GTA 6? Because they know the formula that makes money. Yeah. They're just going to make it. No. They're not going to put much attention to the single player. Right. And they're going to make the multiplayer yeah. a microtransaction. Yes, they will. Yep. A microtransaction. Hey, it's where the money's at. It's where the money's at. Of course, it's where the money's at. <laughs> and, the, and the stupid YouTuber. Like, there is not a single YouTuber on the internet that pisses me off more than those who do like Madden pack openings. Because <laughs> they have millions of subscribers right. and they're downright yeah. encouraging this terrible practice. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Makes me be sad. Like uh, all those guys with the eccentric thumbnails. And... Yeah. I, I played Ultimate Team for one year. Never again. Never again am I playing that in Ultimate Team ever. <laughs> Cameron Woolley, ladies and gentlemen. Cameron yes. Woolley. Uh, all right. Got anything else? Ugh. Okay. Um, any news? I think any yeah, you're venting out for the week. Any more news? I don't know. All right. <laughs> I think I got a lot of good venting done this week. Well done. Well done. Some fun stuff. Uh, an editor for John Boy Media followed me back on Twitter. Oh, right, right on. <laughs> Dan Rourke. Dan Rourke, who's like the ultimate ranter on Yankees Twitter. He makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which, speaking of which, uh, follow Cameron Willia at Cam Willie Show on Twitter. Yes. Um. Teespring, uh, YouTube, definitely subscribe. Get, get you up to over 100. Get me over 100. I'm, I'm at 51. Right we'll now. get you over 100. Then we can get cards printed with YouTube.com slash Cam Willie Show. Yeah. Or Cam Willie. Or whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And this is a funny point that Dan actually just tweeted out. <laughs> An Aaron Boone tell all book could end up being one of the more fascinating Yankee stories ever written. Just hope one day we finally hear the thought process behind all these years of nonsense. I do not read for leisure. I never read for leisure, but I'd read that. That could be very interesting. I would read it. I would definitely read that. <laughs> like right. I would, and I'd definitely listen to the audiobook at least. <laughs> Narrated by... Aaron Boone? No, not narrated by Aaron Boone. It would have to be narrated by some guy who isn't an idiot in the front office. Yeah. Maybe someone like, I don't know, like, maybe a guy who was on the team for a few, I don't know, maybe like, maybe the, okay, I just saw one of the most embarrassing headlines ever. Okay, do tell. Apparently, Disney is dropping the Slave One name for Boba Fett's uh, ship. It, it's it's uh it's begun on a Lego set where they didn't put the name on there. It just says Boba Fett's starship on it. Um, yeah, Come on. yeah, what yeah. I know. I don't know where we stop with this, but uh, listen, Boba Fett's a bounty hunter. It's always been the name of a ship. That is the name of his ship. Uh, that's not gonna change in my name, my mind. It's not. Yeah, a, a it's just like how the, term. it's just like how the sequel. <clears throat> it's just like a badass. Like, it's just a, like a badass name for a ship. It's just like how the sequels aren't canon. <laughs> we will never canonize the sequels. No, not really, or if at all. <laughs> okay, you you think? Are, did you think? Like, I think seventy five percent of the Star Wars fandom doesn't acknowledge the sequels as canon. No. 
as far as I'm concerned, there's no that no might, that number might even be higher. But yes, yeah. Like I can't believe that there are actual sequel trilogy stands like on the internet. <laughs> most of them, no, most of them are weird. Uh, yeah. Most of them are weird Raylo shippers or some shit. For sure, for sure. <laughs> what the hell was that scene at the end of Rise of Sky where they just started making out out of the blue? It's like what warranted that? Like, was there any romantic tension that, that I mean, grew with them throughout it was, the it was trilogy? Kind of manufactured, but uh, they were implying it. Of but course, yeah, it was I, know, manufactured. I know. I know. They didn't imply anything. Well, yeah. they don't know how to write. That's the thing. Well, none, that's, that's, none of those people knew how to write. Well, that's obvious. So. Like, in order to imply tension, you have to know how to write. Right. Those people did not know how to write. Yeah. Good lord. Yeah. Anyways. And I saw a theory that they were trying to retcon, like you know how Ahsoka is still alive, mm -hmm. and yes, because you know like how on earth did she survive the end of Star Wars right. Rebels? Yes, they're creating a different timeline, like John Favreau mm -hmm. and Dave Filoni. I am all for that, one thousand percent. Ahsoka apparently still alive at the end of at after Return of the Jedi, because yes. that's when Mandalorian. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Andalorian takes place in the end of Return right. of the Jedi. And right, so she survived Order 66, so... Yeah, she survived Order 66, and, and awesome. she allegedly survived um, in this timeline with the Disney Plus shows. It's a timeline where she survives the end of Star Wars Rebels, where, remember, she got in yep. the fight with Darth mm -hmm. Vader and yep. whatever. Yeah. For a sports analyst, I have a surprising amount of pop culture Nothing wrong with that. Yes. Your pop culture knowledge... Always welcome here to Shared Universe. It's not you. I know we're close to you, but <laughs> eh, I think uh, I, I think I, I, yeah, I still gotta watch those next couple episodes of Loki that have come. Oh, out. Yeah. Don't spoil anything yeah. for me. Nope, I, I nope, watched nope, the, no spoilers. No spoilers. Watch the first couple episodes. They were yeah, they're good. It, I like it. It's really good. Man. I like it. Hey, I, I had a bit of a. I was a little scared that they were gonna, and we're still gonna see with this next phase of movies. But there, there's been a little bit of fear in me that. They, that this next phase of Marvel movies, like after Endgame, I thought they'd kind of flare out and kind of run out of ideas. Nope. Oh man, they got more. <laughs> they got like decades. Shang, it's like Shang Chi. Shang -Chi it's like what the, looks awesome. Like I've never, I don't know anything about Shang Chi. You're, you're, it's like what? It's like in the MCU, what does this originate from? Iron Man three? No, the Mandarin. No, no, no. It goes back to the seventies. Well, the Mandarin's in it. Yes. Yeah, no, the Mandarin's in it. Mandarin's but like, a bad guy. Like, Iron, yeah, yeah, I know, like Iron Man three. Oh yeah, well that 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 was a pretty weak. Uh, yeah, we didn't see the real Mandarin in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't even don't even acknowledge Iron Man three. This is the real Mandarin in yes. the Ten Rings. Yeah, this could I, be awesome. I'm more excited to see how they incorporate the Fantastic Four. That that I feel it's like coming. They're working on it. it's coming. That I feel like is going to be what makes and breaks the these this next phase of Marvel. It, it, it was one of the. One of the first great Marvel franchises. It was the man. first yeah. great Marvel franchise. Yeah. Like, that <laughs> is Stan Lee's brainchild. It is. The Fantastic Four. It is. Like, the Incredibles were based off the Fantastic Four. It is. Stan Lee, Jack Kirby. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Can't wait. Oh, man. Which comes oh. first, Fantastic Four or GTA 6? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> we don't know. We're probably going to get a Fantastic Four. Ho I hope so. Yeah. Before GTA 6, because GTA 6 is probably going to be delayed. I hope so. Like when we get a confirmed release date for a game, we know it's going to get bumped back a bit because development for games takes forever. It does. So. 
like it says, like Nintendo says, Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be released next year, but... Mm, no, don't hold your breath, ladies and gentlemen. It? Don't hold your breath. Is it? Don't hold your breath. Oh, God. Anyways, from Ming Chen and the Shared Universe Podcast Studio, I'm Cameron Woolley. Don't forget to like, subscribe, buy some of my shit. Do it. Go to my blog. Got another... Got something in the works. I got that same thing I've had in the works for the past couple weeks, and as always... Stay classy, New Jersey. Have a happy fourth. Oh, and uh, happy Bobby Bonilla Day tomorrow. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Happy Bobby yeah. Bonilla Day Happy Bobby Bonilla Day. Yes. Yeah. He gets his check tomorrow. Yes. Well done. <laughs> God, this is like the first time we haven't. Oh, shit, I should have scheduled for tomorrow, but. It's all right. Man, who the hell knows? Sorry, right. we acknowledge it. And as always, yes. Anyways, stay classy, New Jersey.